Wanted to start the podcast with a very special happy birthday to Aaron. Aaron, happy birthday. I hope today is a great day for you. I pray that this year you will just see blessings all around you and that God would just do something amazing. And so, yeah, have a great day. Happy birthday, Aaron. It is Tuesday, March the 21st. Today, I would just want you to get your hearts prepared for what God wants to speak into your life. I want you just to be able to hear. Right now, ask the Holy Spirit to fill you up and to speak to you. Sometimes we don't like what God has to say because it goes against what sometimes we believe ourselves. But it really doesn't matter what the world or what the government or what your friends think. It's all about what really the Word of God says. In this world, especially our country, has lost that we have one more book after today we're talking about the book of jude and it's just one chapter but it's a chapter that might stir you up might anger you because depending on what you believe it totally will well, might go against it. Definitely in today's climate of everything that is going on, things that we've talked about, things that might have even made you upset. But it really doesn't matter what I say or what the world says. It's all that matters really is what God says. You see, God's grace demands life change. It demands it. A life characterized by disobedience is evidence that one has possibly never understood or accepted God's grace in the first place. But however, the audience of Jude found themselves confronted with a strain of corrupt teaching that asserted God's grace was a license to sin, kind of a free out. Now Jude, the half-brother of Jesus and a traveling missionary, wrote to this group of Christians to set them back on firm ground. Now his purpose is stated clearly at the beginning of this letter in Jude 3. Contend earnestly. For the faith. Jude is driving these Christians to remain strong in their devotion to God. Now, looking to the source of the corruption, Jude calls out its proponents by carelessly writing off God's commands that simply don't feel good to them. And Jude highlights their wayward moral choices, specifically regarding money and sexuality. 
Now he confronts their misguided narrative. If God is just going to forgive me, I'm going to live however I want. Now that sounds very much like today's time. It's crazy. I mean, I never thought we would get to where we are today in our world, but the Bible is very clear about the end days, how people are just going to be all about self. And there's so much false teaching happening around the world. Even in churches has nothing to do with what the word of God says. It's just about making their agenda fit and they do what the Bible says that we're not supposed to do. And that is to add and take away from the word of God. The word of God is very clear on certain things and, but yet we try to make it fit. So we're able to sin. Now Jude reminds Christians that God is not He's just not okay with sin. He highlights historic examples where God brought judgment on those who rebelled against his authority. Now, given to the gravity of faithful obedience, how are Christians to contend for their faith? Jude says in verse 21, But you, beloved, building yourselves up, in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. In other words, remain firm. How do you remain firm? Well, you reform, ref, remain firm by praying, stay connected to God through conversation and by abiding. Abiding, keeping yourself in the love of God. Most significantly, Jude's letter provides the motivation to remain firm in Christ. So why should believers want to stay connected to God or abide in him? Because of who God is. At the beginning of this letter, we see that Jude states, To those who are called beloved in God, the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ. Jude verse 1. Now, who is God and what has he done? Well, God has called you and he has made you his beloved. And God is keeping you secure and safe in Jesus. So at the end of this letter, Jude concludes, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless from the presence of this glory with great joy. Jude 24. Now, who is God and what has he done? God's grasp on you is strong, and he is protecting you from falling from his grace, and God is maturing you to deepen your capacity for abundant joy. Now, and throughout this letter, Jude uses a variety of metaphors to contrast the character of of the corrupt teachers with the nature of God. So who is God and what has he done? The teachers are compared to dangerous and hidden reefs 
that cause shipwrecks. But God is a rock of refuge. Unlike the teachers who are described as self-centered shepherds, God is the good shepherd who cares for and tends to a sheep. The corrupt teachers are like the vaporous mist lacking and like lacking commitment, right? But God, God is a pillar of cloud steadfastly leading his people. So those who are kept by such a God kept themselves for him. So today I want you to just take a moment. I want you to take a moment to contend, to fight for your faith by grounding yourself in the loving hold of God. And then I ask you, want you to ask the Holy Spirit to show you truth, to shine light on things that maybe your belief system is not biblical. And ask God to just help you see that. And if he shows you, ask the Holy Spirit to show you truth. Not by what anyone says, but only by what God says. And ask him to show you in his word. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for truth. We thank you for your truth. And we thank you that there's nothing in this world that can change it. Men try to by saying certain things and making us feel a certain way, but it really doesn't matter because if it goes against what you say, God, then it is not truth. And Lord, we want to live in truth. We want to live by your truth and not by what anyone, no one says, especially the government, especially men that try to change things that's not biblical. And so God, help us to live by your words and not by man's. Help us to live by your word and not by our feelings or emotions. And help us to live by your truth and not the teaching of this world's false teaching. God, may we keep our eyes on you and nothing else. May we keep our ears attentive to you and not to anyone else, especially the lies of the enemy. I try to sneak in and have us believe something that's not from your word. God, we just thank you for today. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Um, I just uh, hope that today you just hear God's voice and that the world's voice will just be drowned out by truth. That God would silence the voice and voices of this world, that you'd be able to hear his voice clearly. 
Love you guys. Y'all have a great Tuesday. This has been your Daily Dip.